There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Lori and Julia Show, Sam's Lori and Julia. Brittany is in with us today and Patrick Richardson. What a dynamic duo we have here. We're gonna have some fun, right, guys? We gotta think of large. Yeah, we gotta think of what our like our like P B G P B and G P B and G. Do you PB want a P B and G sandwich? I don't. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what is a G? That's uh, me. <laughs> I know, but like <laughs> peanut butter and grape. I mean, it could be grape. Grape jelly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm the grape jelly. You are the grape. You. I don't know. Well, if you are the sweet one. You, so that would. This is true. That's true. And I like grape jelly, so it works well. We've got. You know, it's a very Lori and Julia likeness that they would not show up for their own show. <laughs> And so this is the Low J show, Sans Low J. We've got Patrick here. And Patrick, you've got something pretty exciting going on while the show is going down. Yeah, sometime in the next three hours, my new book is going to go into pre-order on Amazon. So by six o'clock, it's like you can order it. You know, you'll be able to order it. It doesn't come out till December. But like it literally is launching like to the world. Then anybody. At this moment. Anybody who's bought your first one, you think this would be something like that goes hand in hand? Do these go well together? Or oh, they're amazing. The first book, you know, was Laundry Love. Mm-hmm. This one is House Love. So it's How to Clean Your House. And it's like um, kind of following off Laundry Love. Like you've already built this laundry kit. Mm-hmm. So let's take this kit through the rest of your house and clean the rest of your house with it. This is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. It's green clean. Um, there's like some sort of decor hacks in there. Um to be honest with you, I mean, Laundry Love will always be, you know, my first love. Well, because, yeah, it's your first book, too. I mean, yeah, but I, I read this book and I was like, you know, this is a really good book. I just reread it a couple of days ago and I was like, this is a really good book. Like, I think a lot of people are going to, I think a lot of people are going to respond and kind of resonate. And there were those people who don't like Laundry. I don't know who they are. I don't know why they don't, but <laughs> they didn't. And I think, you know this may like find a way into their heart as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a sequel in some ways. And at the same time, it's a standalone. Yeah, It's totally a standalone book. That's very exciting. Yeah, I've noticed whenever you're on, we get a lot of questions, not only about laundry, but like about how to get stains out of certain carpet areas or cer- certain pieces of fabric on a couch, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this is hitting. It ties it all it together. Ties it, like you said, it's that bow that ties all yeah. of the cleaning love together. We've never, I've never been on air with somebody that's book has dropped. So this is very exciting for me. I mean, this is as close as like uh, um, TRL as I'll ever get like <laughs> alright today we're gonna have a new book and it's home love so right. this is very exciting for me yeah. um, 
I love this. And you know what? You're going to be, we're, you're rocking with us all day today. And I know a lot of people like to call in or ask questions. We're send an email, um, this specific stains. Like that's our big thing. Yeah. Well, we've decided in lieu of sex Monday, we're going to do sex stain Monday. <laughs> and so anytime you have any questions, you can go ahead, you can call Grant now or whenever and he'll write them down, but we're going to answer all those questions at the end. So if you want to wait to call, that's fine too. Yep. But just know that we're going to keep all of the laundry questions till the end. Till 5.30. Right. So yeah, be ready for Start that around 5.30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. they could be sex stains or not sex Exactly. Stains. Yes. Good, good. Call. So it good could call. be sex stains or it could be, you know, my kids feel grape juice. Yeah. Either we're just, way. Yeah, we're just yeah. playing on sex Monday because it's sex Monday. Yeah, yeah and, it's fun. and we're all terrible at it. So. <laughs> exactly. Lori's not here to guide us. Okay. And Grant, you were busy this weekend. What's your claim to fame? Mine uh, went to go see Dungeons and Dragons. And honestly, if you want to take your kids to a fun adventure... 100% recommend it. A couple S-bombs in the movie. There okay. were a couple S-bombs, but that's okay. That's all right, I right? I mean, this movie was fun. It had adventure. I have no idea what the game is about whatsoever. You don't know what D&D is going into it. You Nothing. had no Never idea. Never played the game. Did you get a sense of it after then? Um, I like mean, I get a Masters sense of, yeah, I get the idea that there is control and there's spells and different things to to get your way throughout a certain path that you want to go through throughout the game. But yeah. there's a definite set story. They set it up perfectly for you. They, you, you know, they don't make it difficult where you need to know. It literally just takes you on a fun ride with Chris Pine, who is spectacular throughout the whole thing. He's funny. He's obviously easy to look at. Very good looking. Uh, you got Reggie Jean Page, who plays a really cool, like intriguing mystic character. There's a really cool, um, uh, cameo by Bradley Cooper. Okay. At one point in time in this movie, I'm going to tell you a little bit how that came about at the 515 Dirt Alert because it's a really kind of cool story how he found his way in this movie. But if if you're my age and you're 38, you're in your 40s and you're it's a and you like you know those type of Marvel movies or just adventure sci-fi, you're going to love it. And if you want to take your kids and just waste a couple hours and they will enjoy themselves, it's it's a really good movie. I seriously think this is going to be. some sort of, you know, continuation, a universe of some sort, because the characters were so... Hugh Grant, who turns out to be a villain, was a spectacular villain. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah. It hits every level. It's fun. That's awesome. And so, like, I think... I wonder if people that know D&D, if it, like, hits differently, if, like, they get all the little Easter eggs... And then you, who doesn't know, don't know, you still enjoyed it. Exactly. One, you don't need to know. They, they've done a good, they know because it's such a niche thing. Yeah. It was specifically really big back in the 80s. It's had a, or 70s and it had a big rise now, but they made this movie perfectly compatible for any human being. But then they also, if you have that Dungeons and Dragons knowledge, you're going to find some really cool Easter eggs. But, I just think if you're looking for a movie for the kids right now to bring them out and get them on and take them on this fun ride, you're going to love it. That's awesome. And Reg A. Jean Page comes in, looks fantastic, too, and he just plays a great character. So. I mean, I love him. Yeah, he's I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't have a claim to fame this weekend. But I want to ask you one thing. Okay, fine. You've got something new going on in your life. You, yeah. We don't have a lot of time, but just tell us, you know, I, I want to hear about your new adventure. It's in the Hubbard family. Yes. So yes. What, what's going on? All right, so about a month ago, I teamed up with Tom Bernard. I used to work with him at KQ, and he started a podcast here with Hubbard, which he's obsessed with Hubbard now because he didn't leave on great terms. It's very, very gossipy. Uh, we kind of love the scandal of uh, you know the whole leaving of a morning show. 
But anyways, we started um, a podcast. It's uh, it's on an app. It streams live. You can also listen to it later. It's the Tom Bernard uh, podcast, um, Tom Bernard show. And it's me, Tom Bernard, and Rudy. And I am having so much fun. I'm laughing so much. Yeah. And like... It's different. And I, I, you know, like I said, I've worked with Tom before. I've worked with him when he's angry. I've worked with him when he's this and that. You know, he's kind of a a bigger than life kind of personality. And let me tell you this. He's so happy in this role. Mm. And I, I mean, I know him so well that like, I doesn't even throw me off when whatever happens, but like we're having fun and we're laughing and Rudy's so dang talented. It's annoying. (laughs) Um, He's so talented and funny and we're just, I don't know. It's different than anything I've ever been on. I, even when I come here, I like I love coming to my talk. It's like a different part of my brain. And then when we go to with Tom, it's so I don't know. It's definitely worth a listen. We mm-hmm. are stream live and all that stuff. But that's as much as I can promote anything. I'll, I'm, yeah, that's as much as I can do. Well, yeah, yeah. You're first and foremost ours over here. You I know agree. This. I'm, you are you are our first love. So you I'm gotta, ride or die my talk. There we go. There we go. But hey, <laughs> that's a really cool. Sounds like a fun new gig for you, and real happy for you. And it's like it's all part of we're all part of the same family now. So yeah, that's cool. And you know, I get a parking pass, so that's cool. <laughs> and health insurance, so I that's love right. that. That's right. I mean, I'll use it, I guess. Um, okay. We got a lot more here with LoJ, without LoJ. Me and Patrick, Grant, we're going to get you through this with our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. And one of the, this is a true hack that we can give you. The, the furniture hack is shopping at Furniture Manor. Oh, you're so right. One of, it is. It's so true because we, don't you love it when you're able to tell somebody uh, you could shop here for this or here for that, but for anything furniture, our very best tip, our very best hack is absolutely you must go to Furniture Manor. It isn't that far. It's two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 from Osseo. But when you're looking for, uh, you know, clothing, accessories, the jewelry of your home, you want to go to a place that has a great selection with a great variety of prices and styles to choose from and design help if you want it. Absolutely. Everyone there can help you and they've got good, better, and best. If you love something on the showroom floor, buy it, take it with you, or they'll ship it to you tomorrow. Furniture Manor is a treasure. Please go check it out. Like Lori said, we absolutely love it. You will too. You're listening to My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and talk is not Lori and Julia today. I know what you're thinking. You're neither Lori nor Julia. I'm sorry. They're gone. You got me. I'm Brittany. We got Patrick. We got Grant. He's working the phones. And of course, since Patrick's on, we got a lot of calls about laundry. We're going to hit up all those, all the things you want. Patrick's got his new book dropping. We're very excited. We're new stories we can't get enough of. And the big one we've been talking about all day today is Kelsey Ballerini. She performed at the CMAs, which was are the CMAs, the CMT Awards. Um, and uh, it was a, a kind of surprise. It was a mixed audience uh, that she performed this to. But she came out with uh, some of the performers she knows from the drag community during her performance. She did her song, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too. And she had alumni from Drew Paul or Drag Race, uh, Kennedy Davenport. Manila, I'm going to say this wrong, Luzon, Jan Sport, and Olivia Lux. And uh, you've been really paying attention to the news with... Yeah, I mean, the drag queen, it's because, you know, Tennessee right now is um, trying to ban drag performances, not ban all drag performances, drag performances that might appear in front of a minor. Okay. Which, you know, could be anything because... 
you don't know. Yeah. And um, Tennessee is, it's funny, the country music community and the Nashville community really seems to be kind of fighting back, you know. So Kelsey Ballerini shows up. She performs with drag queens. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the kind of bro bands in Nashville now are performing in dresses. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, because, you know, I... I mean, you're in Tennessee. Like, I mean, Dolly Parton has said if she wasn't a woman, she would have been a drag queen. Yes. I mean, you have female singers who are dressing in drag. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't see a lot of women wearing those dresses that Loretta Lynn wore. No. You know, I mean, it's drag and Tennessee. And so, you know, they're kind of, people are kind of coming back against it and it's sort of a kind of a big story, I guess. Yeah, it's huge. And <clears throat> I mean, for her to do this was a pretty big deal. And uh, we were talking about the actual law um, that they were saying was the Trump appointed U.S. District Judge Thomas parking, uh, siding with Friends of Georgia's, a Memphis based GLTQ plus or LGBTQ plus theater group who uh, filed a lawsuit against Tennessee's anti drag law by temporarily blocking the controversial measure set to go into effect last Saturday. Um, we've got, uh, and then there was a lot, there was mixed reviews. Of course, it, it's interesting because I haven't heard too much about the performance, anything bad. I've seen just a lot of people praising it, but again, I never know what your algorithms tells you. Cause we kind of find out from our social media, we're presented with what we're around. So for what I know, I'm like, Oh, it didn't seem like anybody had a real problem with it. And like, you kind of dig in there and there's some people that are angry about it. But for the most part, I mean, the thing is. You go to a drag show, a good performance is a good performance. And like anybody in Hollywood or country music, I mean, they would all agree. Like these is over the top outfits. These are gorgeous. It's beyond. And like you said, I mean, you and I were talking on the phone. I mean, we're all in drag at different times. Right. Of our day. I mean, RuPaul said you're born naked and the rest is drag. Yeah. And it's really true. I mean, whatever you decide to dress up in. Yes. Is your drag. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I think we're. I think we're kind of losing sight of some issues that matter. Right. So that we can focus on, you know, some skirts and heels. Um, I told you, I was like, yeah, today I'm wearing ripped jeans and Uggs. And you said, oh, you're doing like Mall of America uh, drag. And I said, yep, <laughs> spot on. I was like, that's, and right? I told my husband that. He goes, that is the most accurate read of your look right now. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for acknowledging that i feel seen i respect your drag i know you do oh no it was not like yeah yeah no it was thousand percent on i think you're right too it's so funny i just laugh because there's so many people that uh, (laughs) write things like i wouldn't i wouldn't trust my kids around you know a b or c and i'm always like i don't what why are you leaving your kids with strangers i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Exactly. I mean, what do you about, do? Why don't supervise your kids? How about that? <laughs> like, what? Right. I wouldn't trust my kids with them. Why are they watching your kids? Right. Like, 
Did they offer? Like, and the thing is, do they want to? That's a great I mean, either, question. I mean, do the drag queens want to take? Does care of anybody want to watch my kid? Please, right? I mean, take her. Right. No, but that's so. I always think that's the funniest argument. I wouldn't try. Why are your kids hanging out? All right. Also, I mean, you bring I mean, a kid to a drag brunch, they're not going to not have fun. It's the most fun you can have. Yeah, I mean, they look like superheroes. <laughs> I mean, if you think of superheroes, they all look like they're in drag. I mean, it's really. It's makeup and costumes. I mean, it's all, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't. Are we out of touch, though? Because I feel like sometimes we're in, and I mean this in, in a nice way, we're in a, like a little bubble. Because I, I'm the same with you. I, I get confused going, wait, who's, a, who's actually upset about this? Is it a fake upset? You know, and you hear, you know, all these other things. You go, okay, like there are, there's a community. But I never talk to anybody who has a f- strong feeling about drag. Like, what? I and I, it's when I go. I don't know. I don't even know the opposition when I hear these things. Where I go, what's what is the big fear you're going to have? Well, I mean, I think that. I mean, I do think that there probably are performances that are adult. Oh you yeah, know, there are drag performances that are adult, but it's just like any other performance that's adult. Yeah, it's Rihanna. I mean, I'm gonna, Rihanna I mean, would you ta- yeah. Right? Would you take your you know your baby to like I don't know Chippendales? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Maybe. I mean, it's, well, I don't know. You know, you do you. I, I wouldn't trust my kids with those Chippendales dancers. <laughs> well, see, because they're so oily. Right. I don't want them to drop her. Right. <laughs> you know. Please don't hold my child. Right. Put some baby powder on your hands first. Exactly. Absolutely. But you know, I I just think that there are adult drag performances, just like there's adult anything else. Yeah. And, you know, we have to separate. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Well, putting it in a box of, like, this is lewd, this is whatever. I mean, I watched Rihanna Hart, uh, when she performed here, I don't even know how many years ago. I was in my 20s, and we were all, uh, you know, grabbing our crotches and felt very empowered. Um, And then when she did that at the Super Bowl, I loved it. I loved when she did the whole thing. But at the same time, I was like, all right, I got feel like some people are going to have some feelings about this. Like and most kids don't even notice things no. like that, so it doesn't even matter. But um, yeah, it's just a it, putting you know the umbrella concept of loot or whatever over this is is. I mean, it's just hilarious, and I think you really nailed it with the the idea of like what what are we even? Is this like a bait and switch? Are we supposed to be not looking at something else because there's just no in what a world does this matter or does this affect my lives? Like right. that's. And that was actually, I had a caller while you guys were talking. She called in her son as a firefighter down there, mm-hmm. and he's in touch with all the police officers and all the firemen, and they're saying that they have to enforce this nonsense, but they're all banding together. They're, A, not going to, apparently, yeah, because there's just so many other bigger issues at hand here that they feel that they should be paying attention to, but this is all being pushed into their corner, and they're just saying, you know what, this is totally, like, from, from what she said, that the police officers... And the firemen down there are not going to enforce this type of yeah in this Nashville. Law. In Nashville, the police yeah. have other things to do right yeah. now. Yeah, they're not even going to waste their time with. And then that's just from a listener who had a son who's a fireman, which that makes sense. You know, there are a lot of other things going on out there. What are we doing? You know how much better my life would be if I actually had to worry about just randomly running into like a bunch of people in drag all the time. Yeah, it would be so great. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Exactly. I mean, you talked about having a hard time finding a babysitter. Maybe you should call the drag queen. Right, they're <laughs> available. Nobody else is staff. Feed into it. She cut the nails, okay? Yeah. We got diapers to wipe. All right, awesome. We've got a lot left uh, for you here on Low J, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. 
The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Trussler Family Law. Find them online at trusslerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. My talk 1071, you're back listening to Lori and Julia. Neither Lori and Julia here. I've got me, Brittany, we got Patrick, we got Grant. We're just talking all things. We've we've gotten a lot of stain calls that um may change me as a person. Um I don't know. Does this happen to you often? You're living your life and somebody just comes out of the blue and talks to you about some secretion that their body has? Um, believe it or not, more than more often than you think. No, I believe it. And I just kind of like, you know, I just answer it, move on. Yeah, you seem like the type that, like, yeah, you could do like a real uh, like Botox esque face at them, yeah. like no expression. Love that journey for you, right? That's- I mean, you're living your best life, and I'm going to help you do it, <laughs> right? And that's what today's for. You get a little laundry talk, and if you want to go down that route, we can go down that yeah, route. Yeah, we'll too. talk. You will do it. Any we'll- questions open on the table? Everything's open, especially because Grant has to deal with the call. And speaking of that, I'm going to take this one go right now and let you guys go at it. <laughs> All right, I want to hear about Celine Dion's birthday weekend, uh, especially because Celine Dion's going through it. Uh, Man. Yeah. Stiff person syndrome. Sounds awful. Yeah, I know. What is it again? Say it again. Stiff person syndrome. I mean, it doesn't even sound real. I know, it does. But it doesn't. But yeah, she just, like, she just sort of will spasm, like, just randomly. And, like, if if she's standing, I mean, she'll just fall over. And how, I mean, I want to even. It's, like, crazy rare. Um, um, it's like the first thing that comes up when you Google it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. But she turned 55 over the weekend. And you, you weren't always her. a fan. I was not. It's super funny. I was not a fan of Celine Dion. The whole like Titanic thing. Not a fan. You're like but, over. You, I mean, see, I don't even think, would you clarify yourself as like anti-Celine or you just kind of didn't? I would have almost been anti-Celine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to see her in concert yeah. when she was at uh, Target Center several years ago. So I see her in concert, and they had, she performs in the round. And first of all, any performer that performs in the round is a serious performer because they don't have the backdrop to back them up. Like, oh. you could be kind of anybody, and you've got this backdrop that's like, you know, this giant screen, yeah. and you can look larger than life. When you don't have anything behind you, and it's literally just you, you have to be... A serious performer. You have to be the performer. Right. You're the star. So she's in the round and it's this square stage and the stage is built in like sections that will, they're like levels. Mm-hmm. But when Celine Dion needs to move up or down on this stage, the stage lowers to her. So she just walks on. So she never has steps. She never at any point. So I'm like, you are a superstar. This when is- you're like, I'm not walking on <laughs> steps. Steps are for everyone else. Steps are for surfs. Exactly. I am a superstar. I am Celine Dion. I love And I'm going to walk forward 
and I'm just going to assume that the world falls or raises to where I am. If it doesn't come to me, it's not for me. Exactly. So she did, and and she was incredible. She's tiny. Yeah. Like, she's like like Smurf size. I mean, she's tiny. Is she short as well? I feel yeah, like she's, she's just little. She's just little about and every little. tiny. And yet she has this voice that is enormous. So, you know, we get to the end and we're going to get to My Heart Will Go On and, she, you know, she's going to bang her che- fist yeah. on her chest. Incredible. Yeah. She's amazing. Like, I mean, she's Celine Dion. And so from that point on, super fan. Super fan. Like, super how many fan. shows now have you been to um, Just a couple. I haven't had the opportunity. I mean, I would go anytime. Like, if right now somebody said, oh, there's like a Celine Dion concert in Prior Lake. I mean, we would just, you know, <laughs> throw something and you and I would hop in the car. We would just go. Because... <laughs> You know, if she was like at Mystic or something, I mean, we'd go right there. You're not the first person that has said this to me. Yeah, I, she's incredible. Because for a while, you know, she's she, you know, does Vegas. Um, and uh, a bunch of people I went to at the other radio station I used to work at, we would go to Vegas every year. Mm-hmm. And half the group was like, we're going to Celine Dion concert. And I'm like, I can't. I've got to do the morning show. Like, go have fun. And then most of them didn't even want to go there. They come back. They were like, it was incredible. The talent. That's the thing. I mean, she really is. She's two things that I love. She really is talented. And she really is earnest. Like, she wanted you to see a great show. Yeah. You know, you see these performers that are total divas. And I've seen many of them in my time. And a lot of times, they just want you to, like, worship them as a diva. Yeah. She wants you to get your money's worth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she wanted you to have a great experience and she was going to work her tail off to do it. I I have boatloads, you know, much like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Both of affinity for Taylor right. Swift. We're but just the same kind of thing. She wants you to have a good experience. Yeah. And, you know, I have, even if I don't like a performer, even if it's not my kind of music or something, if yeah. they really want you to have a good time, I'm all in. And if mm-hmm. they're up there working. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the level of that, you go, okay, all right, I appreciate. And you know, what's so funny is like, you can tell there, there's something you said there that really resonates with like the, um, you feel bad that anyone put time or money into coming out and you want to make sure they get their money's worth kind Mm -hmm. of feeling is like how I am to the core. Like if anyone shows up for me anywhere, I want to be like, oh my God, how can I, you know, thank you enough and all this stuff. And I love that. Um, but she had her birthday this weekend. You said that she had a, a number people could call? Yeah, there was a phone number where fans could call in and wish her a happy birthday. How cool is that? I mean, that's... You know, and especially because she's going through a rough patch. Yeah. I'm sure that it really mattered a lot to her that, you know, people still care. And, you know, the kids are like in their 20s now, I think. I mean, they're like adults. Okay. You said you're a huge fan. Would you ever be the type? that would go out of your way to call a number like this and leave a message. I mean, well, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm like, I'm like thinking, Oh, well, oh my gosh, are you kidding? And why didn't you? Uh, because, you know, I was out of town all weekend okay. and I didn't get the chance, but I mean, maybe, you know, if anybody has Celine Dion's personal phone number, if you have her cell phone number, call in, tell Grant yep. and I'll call her, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can, maybe we can call her on the air. I don't know, but we'll call because I mean, I love her and I want her to be happy. Yeah, I just I, want her to like. To be honest, I would love to get to see her again. I mean, it's, the truth is, I would love the opportunity to see her like a hundred more times. Yeah, but even if I don't, I just want her to. I want. I wish her well. Yeah, because you know, I think she makes a lot of people really happy. Yeah, well, oh, she's yeah. she's a talent that like you know, like I said, I feel like 
people you can't deny. If you get yeah. annoyed with her or not, you go either way. That's a Celine Dion is very talented. Um, oh yeah, is my, she still? Oh yeah, sorry. My mom went out was twice had the Vegas show tickets and then she got canceled on twice. Oh, so my mom and my mom was like you, just a diehard, still is, and hadn't seen her and ever. Hadn't seen her, and both times, you know, it was an unfortunate situation. That it was canceled on my mom, but. I I remember that Titanic, that song coming out in like 98, you know, I'm in eighth grade yeah, and I'm, you know, when I'm, you know, you're, when you're in eighth grade, you know, you think you're the coolest person in the yeah, room, but I'm, obviously. you were yeah, out to Celine Dion, like oh, yeah. I mean, that, she touched everybody. Oh, well, I, everybody. I had a gay brother that's my age. He's mm-hmm. my stepbrother. And so we saw Titanic. I think four times in theater, mm-hmm. um, the level of Celine Dion. And he's like, we should get the CD for fun. Like, you know, whatever. I had the CD too. I was like, of course we should. I had it. Okay. I have a confession. Yes. Okay. I've never seen Titanic. <gasps> I went on a date. My One of my first. You can't. Dates. Okay. That's not a good Weird. date movie. It was, but that's it was very. No, I, I mean, because the story is like. Really? She like. Dates this homeless guy and then lets him drown, right? Isn't that kind of what happens? I mean, in a nutshell. Yeah, that's sort of the story, right? I mean, mean, there's a homeless guy. There might be be a couple more storyboards they put up. That's what I thought happened. I don't know. I can't believe you've never seen Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. When you tell people that, do they always have this reaction? Yes, yes. It's funny. I At this point, do you feel like you should just watch it? Yes. No, I'll tell you why I haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. I have this issue mm-hmm. that I can't let go of uh-huh. that the lower class passengers were locked in and not allowed out, yeah. which happened in the real story. Yeah. yeah. And I can't I can't let that tragedy go enough yeah. get, to see the movie. I just I, You get I, fixated on it. Yeah, I just mentally I know that's there and it's so upsetting to me that I can't It's Okay, it's so, so I get bad intrusive thoughts that play over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, I can relate to that on like a visceral level. And you have to like force yourself not to put yourself in situations where you see more imagery like that because you've yeah. already created it in your head. Yeah. I like actually understand what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, you do have the rough outline down pretty well. Yeah. I think yeah. you're fine. And on like a big part of it was the music. So well, I mean, it was that song. Yeah. And what's really funny, and I didn't get the chance, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, and there's an off-Broadway show called Titanic. And Titanic is people in a Titanic museum that get kidnapped by Celine Dion, and she tells the story oh, yeah. of Titanic through her songs. Yeah. And that I really wanted to see. I don't know if you can, though. I See, I think I would... Can you see... I think I could make my way through it. Could, if I saw, you know, the what is it, the Star of the Ocean? What was the big... Oh, the Heart part, of the Ocean. The Heart of the Ocean. If I saw a giant Heart of the Ocean, I could just you get, see, you, stare at See, I feel at like that. you do know see, enough for the references. Th- th- yeah. And that's the thing, is there's... And that's what a caller just referenced. First of all, she loved... Your description of the movie. It's, it's honestly like <laughs> easily man who saved you two hours right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was calling dying laughing, but she also just, you know, reiterate that same thing. There is another story to it. I know there is that really sad, tragic part of it. And even, you know, one of the characters uses a child to get his way onto a boat. There's a sick and disgusting part about that whole thing. But there is such a dynamic story there that. Even 20, whatever it is, 25 years later, you're still going to love it. I really think you'll love it. He's 
nostalgic king though. So oh, don't believe yes. I he see he's a good love he's story. on this spectrum. I'm like a little bit more like logical, let things go, whatever. But it's a good love story. Yeah. But so you gotta fall somewhere in the middle. That's true. Uh, between me and Grant. Because Grant will never say a movie. He'll, it's very rare he'll say something's bad. Because he's like you know, I enjoyed the shoes in yeah. the theater. But, but Grant is just all love. Yeah, that's the thing. It I really know about is. He's, he's just good. Yeah, it's a like, lot. He's, he's. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm like the anti-Grant. Yeah, you see, know, it's just I'm not. Maybe good. I fall in the and middle somewhere. Grant is a little just towards all Patrick. good, and you know, it's he it's, sees the good in everything. Yeah, which I love. I love. Doesn't I mean, make a great all, critic all the time. No, when you're telling, he's like. Um, it's worth the three hours because, Brittany, I think you're going to really like the skylines. And I'm like, no, Grant. Yeah. Grant, you can tell me that just, it's a sh- just a crap movie. I want just, I just want everybody to have a good time. I yeah, know. which is, you know, and I love that. I love that about you so, me too. so very much. I know. Everyone, people ask me what Grant's really like, and I said a thousand percent like he is on the show. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just, wish he wasn't. I wish you were an a-hole off, and I'd be like, it's all an act. You should see me at home. I can get a little uh, opinionated. I doubt it. <laughs> I, honestly, honestly? I, I honestly. Same. I mean, I honestly doubt it. I really think there was, actually on Friends, do you remember, Alec Baldwin was on Friends. Yes. And oh. he went out with, um. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, mm-hmm. I can't even remember the names of the show. Yeah, and she broke up with him, and he was like, "Wasn't this the best breakup ever?" <laughs> I think that's really kind of. I think that's exactly yeah. defines yeah. Grant. Yeah. Oh, that was in what episode? In the best possible way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing but love. But yeah. Like, I mean, I like, wish I was I'm, more like Grant. Oh my god, my life would be so oh, much better if, so I much like better if I was like Grant. He's like the type that'd be like, "I'm glad I was in traffic. I had to self reflect." <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, I would usually. Yeah, it got me a minute to think. Yeah, it's to myself. like, you know, it was so great when I broke my arm. It gave me time to rest. I mean, it's like, you know, I can't. Okay, uh, we have a, a, such a good topic coming up next. The weirdest food combo that you swear by that everybody goes that's disgusting, and you convince them. I want people to call in, and if you're going to call in, the number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. Again, the weirdest food combo you swear by, and everybody's like, it's garbage, and you make them try it, and it's actually good. Give us a call at my talk. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, which. When they promise and say it's a life-changing experience, it is a life-changing experience. We get the testimonials from, you know, a lot of MyTalk people that have listened to us over the years and brought their kids in. Maybe they were changing, uh, you know, grades, kind of going in from uh, elementary um, to junior high or even high school to college, whatever it might be. But, you know had listened, heard us, and then went in. And the first step is taking the one-hour cognitive skills assessment test, nationally recognized. It's called the Woodcock-Johnson Cognitive Skills. And it is eye-opening because you will understand and find out what is going on that is the block way, the block, if you will, for learning. Learning RX is amazing, and it's a rewarding place to work, too, if you are looking for employment. MyTalk 1071, where talk is messy, because we are talking about food combos that you swear by, that everybody goes, that's disgusting, how dare you get out of my house, and they try it, they slap you in the face and go, you're right, it's amazing. This all started because there was this new burger that came out, the peanut butter and it's a PBB&J burger. It's peanut butter, bacon, and jelly sand- mm. or burger. Mm. So it's on a pretzel bun, mm. and it's got a big old gob of grape jelly in the middle. 
And we were all like, would it be good? Is it good? I don't know. Because, I mean, jalapeno jelly sometimes they throw on a burger. That might not be that bad. I know I've had peanut butter, but I've never had that. And I got us asking kind of what is that food item that everybody t- dismisses you but is actually good. And we got some good callers. Uh, Jeannie, what is the food item that you swear by and convince others? Jeannie. Jeannie, you there? Jeannie, you there? All right, Jeannie, call back when yep, you get a we're second. Gonna go back to, we're going to go to Guy. Here, Guy. Guy, what's the f- item, the food item that you feel like everybody mocks and then tries and loves? You say Kai? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was younger, my dad got me into saltine crackers with mustard and raw onions. Ooh. Okay. Mustard and raw onions. Salt- and you just do that. You just sit there uh, with... And just put... Slap it on a saltine cracker, the best. I'm all into this because I love a mustard and cracker, and I also love onion. Why wouldn't I go for all three together? This is genius. Oh, you've got to try it. I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, you, you know what? What's really cool about it is if you spill it, you can get rid of it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I get to stay now. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Win-win. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Kai. That is, um, that is offensive. Um, yeah, I think it's delish. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I want to, like, I love onions. Oh, I love it. But, like, I, where is the, like, the thing that's going to bring it all together? I don't know. I'm going to have to try it. And mm-hmm. uh, do people try it and they're like, this is actually good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Car- Thank you so much, Kai. We really appreciate the call. Um, Carla, what is your go-to that everybody says this is going to be terrible and it's actually good food? Carla was like, it was too much. She, she couldn't give it up for us. All right, let's go over to Chris then and see what Chris has to say. Chris, here. you're the last one we got. What is uh, what is the food that you swear by that everybody says is going to be bad but is actually good? Chris, you there? I feel like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Chris. I thought you were on the person before me. Um, I, really, I, I really love shrimp. And I'm not really big into cocktail sauce or ketchup or things like that. And so that's always what comes with shrimp. Mm-hmm. So I tried uh, sour cream one day, and I couldn't believe how good it was. Really? Yeah. Now, have you said this to other people, and they've been in, dis- like, absolute disbelief? Yeah, they look at you, and you're like, why are you doing that? And it just really, really tastes good. And have they tried it, and have you changed minds? I make them try it. And have you changed hearts and minds across this nation? I have changed a few. Okay, a few. What What are we talking percentile wise? Like thirty? We'll take thirty. Yeah, thirty. All right, cool. I mean, okay. I don't honestly. Patrick's face was dismissive. He does not believe you. I actually think it sounds not bad because I feel like sour cream is not aggressive enough to make like a big difference yeah. in a shrimp. Yeah, it's not really weird to put on other things. Yeah. Yeah, but with the combination, everybody's always just, oh, you have to have cocktail sauce with shrimp. And well, I mean, like, my, no, you don't. See, I would actually think the co- the shrimp is just a vehicle for the, the cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. The sugar yeah. you kind of take. I mean, because I would, I mean, I would dip the crackers from earlier, the saltine, <laughs> some of those saltines with before we put the mustard on. I would dip the saltine in the cocktail sauce and be happy. Oh, 
Right. So, that might be good. <laughs> all right. So you heard it here first. I want to hear if people think at some point if anyone tries shrimp and sour cream. That's our job this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would love to know if I'm alone in this or if it is something that's you know uh, really good to other people. Chris, what's kind of nice is if you are alone, then you get all the sour cream. Like, that's where I always go. I'm so happy when people don't like something. Like, my husband, Justin, he's, like, the type that, like, won't eat all day and then eats all of my stuff. I I love when he doesn't like what I like. It actually works out very well. The only problem with that is that you go places that have shrimp and they don't have sour cream. And now are you to the point where you don't even want shrimp if it's not with sour cream? Well, now I'm gonna. I have to like bring the shrimp home and have my own sour cream. Yeah. All right. That's the only way. You couldn't bring the sour cream to the shrimp. You gotta bring the shrimp back home. Right. No. I mean, sometimes it's a last minute decision. So. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Respect. Respect. Yeah, Thank you so that. much, Chris, and thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to. Well, Carla did call back. In the meantime, let's get Mary quick, and then Carla. We've got to do these both quick. So Mary's got something that her sons do, and then we're gonna get to Carla. Mary, do this one quick for us. All right. Okay, a uh, white bread sandwich with grape jelly and a slice of sharp cheddar cheese. Wow, the the I mean, shock and awe on Patrick's face. You literally made him jump. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's disgusting. All three of my adult children love it. Huh. I'm I'm not sold on that, but Me I too. you know what? I mean, I, I don't yuck somebody's yum, but yeah. Well, your your sons are wrong, is what we're here to say. <laughs> I agree. I think they're terribly wrong. <laughs> Mary, thank you so much. And thanks for having a sense of humor about it. <laughs> thanks. All right. Who we got next? Carla, the one that was dropped the, earlier. The, Carla, The called, one who got away. Yeah, the one who got away. Carla <laughs> called back. Carla, you'll be our last call. We've got about two minutes max here. So give us what you got. Super. I will get, go really fast. Peanut butter and pickles. Oh, that sounds so good. Me and Patrick. Okay, Carla. Yeah. What was that? Peanut butter? Peanut butter and pickles on sourdough. I love everything about this, Carla. And if anyone says you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to door dash it right now. I would (laughs) love. Nobody will do it for us. People are not brave enough to put this Mm -hmm. on their menu. And I think we don't talk about it enough. If you're out driving around. You have these ingredients on hand. Keep them to yourself, because why do they have them in your car? <laughs> Carla, I put you. This is what my husband thought I was pregnant when we first started getting. We first got married because uh-huh. I would love. I'll take a piece of toast, peanut butter. I'll throw pickles on that bad boy so quick. Mm. Hmm. Oh, Carla, do you toast it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. Wait, crunchy or creamy? Crunchy. Yes, Queen. All right, you know. Carla. Shout out to Carla. I. We could just end on that one. We have to. <laughs> All right. It'll never get better than that. Thank it will you, never. I'm, I'm so hungry. I'm always so hungry on your guys' show. Yes. All right, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, this was easily my favorite segment ever. What and was also, yours? What was yours? Did oh, you mine's say? buttered toast that you dip in hot chocolate. That was my family. Oh. We do that all the time. We take You just take buttered toast and you dip it. It's so good. Okay. And anytime people are always like, that's disgusting and weird, they try it. It's so good. It's a unique taste and it's so good. Oh, Patrick, man. what's yours? Um, a wrap with cream cheese, peanut butter, and vegetables. Oh. Uh, hmm. I know, right? I go, um, but like, if, if you made this, here's the thing. I'm a garbage person. Like, I will eat anything anyone puts in front of me. How about you, Grant? Do you have one? Uh, my dad, back in the day, saltines and milk. 
No joke. Saltines, crush it up, put it in a bowl of milk, and eat those bad boys. Crush them in there? Yeah, you just break them up. It's something that I think he did back in Vietnam or something. I don't know, but we did it as a kid, and it was delicious. Well, it's a huge thing in the South to do that with cornbread. Yeah, well, we did it with saltines up here in the North. So. And you liked it? <laughs> I liked it. I, it was a cool moment for me and my dad. We got to wrap it up, but yeah, it was a cool moment. All right, thanks so much. All right, we'll be back.